Hello and welcome everyone. My name is Andrew Krauss and I co-founded InventRight with Stephen Key over 20 years ago and we've been coaching and mentoring inventors ever since. And we want to welcome you to this very special webinar with our very special guest. I don't know if how many of you are familiar with DRTV or back in the day they called them infomercials. I'm sure like 99.9% .9 of you are. Um, and one of the big, biggest players in the space is All-Star Innovations. One of their biggest hits was uh, the Snuggie. That was a really big one. Trish, who's coming on tonight, um, Trish Dowling, she's with All-Star Innovations. She's going to share some of their other products. And she's going to tell you what she's looking for and what the DRTV infomercial business is looking for. Um, and I think, Trish, I don't think you guys even like it being called infomercials anymore, right? Isn't it? Isn't it DRTV always? Is that true? Correct, because it's it's a lot of digital these days. So it's both direct to consumer, DRTV, and also direct to consumer on Facebook and digital. So good. Stephen, we've known Trish for a long time. Do you, do you have anything to say before we get going here? Well, yes, I do. Thank you very much, Andrew. Um, first of all, I love this industry. It's fast. It's exciting. Um, inventors absolutely love it. I think there's a, a lot of um, revenue that can be generated from it. We'll talk about that maybe later. But it's really fun, Andrew. And I like the, um, the one-minute commercials or the one-minute pitches. I, I like them. I think the format is fantastic for inventors. Show me a problem. Show me a solution. And All Star has been a friend of InventRight for many, many years. I, I think this is a wonderful company. We highly recommend them. Uh, and we've had students um, license ideas to All Star. And I'm just really happy to have Trish on tonight. Thank you, Trish. Thank you so much, Stephen and Andrew. Thank you. So you got you got some stuff to show. You got some stuff to say. You want me to jump to the first slide here? Sure, I'd love to. Okay, um, I'm just going to be giving you um, the merchandising overview of All Star Innovations. So we'll start with uh, slide number one. So I just want to tell you a little bit about All Star, just in case if you're not familiar with us. Um, what All Star does is we bring innovative solutions to market. That's what we do. We're great at it. We've been doing it for 20 years with proven success. We are definitely the go-to partners for inventors, companies, and retailers. So we, we not only work with independent inventors, but we also work with major companies. Maybe they're specialized in a category like kitchen or electronics. Sometimes they have that one item that needs to be demonstrated and we're the company that can put it on TV or on Facebook and sell millions of items for that company, whereas it might just be sitting on a retail shelf um, if we did not demo it. So inventors, companies, and retailers. Um, what we do at All Star is we execute all aspects of the product journey. And I'm gonna explain each one of those. Um, we take products from prototype to consumers, including product engineering, performance-driven marketing and retail distribution. So we're kind of one-stop shop. You know, a lot of companies, they can maybe take it to retail or they can't do the direct-to-consumer part or they can do the product development, but they don't have the retail distribution. At All Start, we have the team that can do it all. It starts with merchandising, which is my job. Um, then it goes to the performance testing lab, which we have a very dedicated, talented marketing team. Then once the item is proven, we have a glo global supply and, su and supply chain. We have an office overseas, many offices where we do the manufacturing. Um, we source the product. We do product development with our team overseas. And then we bring the item to uh, retail with a huge sales team. We work with all the major retailers, both internationally and domestic. And um, we have a great dedicated team, very talented. And lastly, we have an ex extremely talented team just dedicated to Amazon. Amazon has grown tremendously for All Star the last five years. And we have many, many SKUs 
um, that we're selling on Amazon. Hey, Trish, I have a question. I'm just going to jump in here. A lot of people, a lot of inventors, product developers that are listening tonight, um, of course, are concerned about the coronavirus and what's happening. Could you shed uh, uh, the light a little bit about what's happening at All Star with, in terms of looking at ideas from people like us? Sure, it's it's um, it is concerning. You know, there are some of our major retailers that are um, decided to close for the you know to protect their employees and customers, um, but because so many people are home, um, the the DR direct to consumer part of the business is flying. It's huge. It's really successful. Um, and we're seeing it in items that were kind of fatigued and, and dead. We're bringing it back. We have an exercise item that we had a lot of stock on and we kind of thought, okay, it's had its day. It was about three years old and we, we sold quite a few. And it seems like today everybody's exercising at home because they can't go to the gym and we can't keep them in stock. So it's kind of an interesting time right now because, because people can't go to their favorite retailer or that kind of thing, they're shopping online, they're shopping on Amazon, they're, they're watching TV. And um, it's, it's kind of a, just a different kind of uh, environment, as we all know. So things are pretty good for All-Star at this time. Okay, now Trish, you look at a lot of ideas and we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk a lot about that process of what people should be sending you and the things they're doing right and maybe a couple things they could improve upon. Um, is it okay for them to send ideas to you? Are you still looking at ideas now? Definitely, most definitely. I look at ideas every day and product is king to All-Star. Without the right product, the rest of the team can't do their job. So it starts with merchandising. And yes, we love product. Thank you. So I'm gonna just uh, tell you a little bit about our process at All Stars regarding merchandising. A lot of people uh, wanna just hear um, exactly what happens and, and what their products go through. Um, so the first step is a product search. So I work with independent inventors um, like your team. Um, I go to all the shows, both internationally and domestically. Um, and I have a lot of different feeders around the, um, around the country, um, both actually internationally and domestically. And they, and they call me with ideas all the time. So when people say, where do you go to find your product? Every place. I look at magazines, I go to retail stores, you name it, I'm, I'm looking for product 24 seven. Um, once I find that product and I think, okay, I think this could be a good DR item, we put it through a survey. We, um, we survey a hundred people throughout the United States, both men and women, um, anywhere from ages 18 up to 75 years old. And we show them usually a, a picture of the item with a description. And we ask them a couple of questions. Do they like it? Would they buy it? Do they think it's unique? And, um, and we actually have done about 5,000 surveys. So we have benchmarks that we look at for each of those questions. And then we measure whether or not this would be a good item based on the survey results. So after it goes through the survey, we then web test it. A web test is, um, goes out to about a million people. We, we look at open rate, click-through rate, and order rate. And that just determines it kind of, these are kind of standards, like the survey costs maybe $100, the web test costs $3,000, All-Star pays for all of this. We do not ask the inventor to pay for anything. And um, it just qualifies the item to go to the next level. So Trish, the web test is that that's an email that gets sent out essentially. It's an email blast, okay. and it's sent out with the item, a subject line, and we're just looking for a few people to order it. And then once we know that there's interest there, we'll then invest in a TV test. 
So um, once it passes through a web test, we invest in a TV test. And um, once again, we pay for everything. Um, we shoot it with a producer that specializes in DRTV. And um, yeah, then we, we put some media behind it, maybe $10,000, $12,000. Again, All Star pays for everything. And then we measure um, the response rate, the cost per order. If, it, if it's successful on the TV test and the digital rollout, then we go to retail. So it's a full rollout launch then. So yes, so, there are a lot of steps, okay. but once we get to that final retail rollout, it's the numbers are very, very large. Trish, how long does it typically take for when you find something you like to do step two, three, four, and five? Okay. so. If we know there's not a rug, I, I had an item, an example last year where I had an item that you'll see later on in the presentation called Breeze Blast. And this was a seasonal item and I showed it in June and it's hitting shelves now. So it usually takes um, maybe six to nine months. Okay. Um, if there's development to be done on an item or if it's a seasonal type item, and we have to wait for the next retail set, it could take a little longer. Mm -hmm. Can we Trish, talk what, at what point in this process in these five steps, uh, do you sign a contract with the inventor or does it vary? It, at the time that we're building the web test is when the licensing agreement is issued. Right, okay. Can we talk about step number one for just a minute, Trish? Sure. Um, you like to look at ideas, you go to trade shows, you're looking at everything, but let's be careful here because um, I'm sure you see a lot of ideas from inventors that just probably aren't the right fit, or maybe you can find them on the internet very quickly. What can you suggest to our audience that would help them submit better ideas to you? Well, actually, I think it's the next slide. I have some criteria. Oh, good, good. For. Okay, jumping ahead. I got excited. I'm sorry. <laughs> so these are the seven top criteria I look for um, when looking for items. I'm looking for purchase interest. Do people really want this item? Or is it something like, nah, I don't really need it. I don't want it. So purchase interest is very important to me wow factor what that means is if somebody's just watching tv or they're scrolling you know facebook if that item pops out at them and gets them to jump out of their seat and order it online or order it on the phone that's the wow factor i need that wow i could do with one of those market size so this is tricky because I see a lot of great items and I know it's a good item. Maybe it's not a direct response item because maybe it's for a specific market. Maybe it's just for seniors or maybe it's just somebody that lives in the West, on the West Coast, whatever it may be. Market size, we're really looking for mass appeal items. Think of a Snuggie. Grandma wore the Snuggie. The kids wore the Snuggie the dog wore the Snuggie. I mean, that's extreme, but that's the kind of mass appeal we're looking for. Uniqueness is a big one. And Stephen just talked about that. And this happens a lot with inventions that are submitted to me. Today, you can find anything and everything on Google or Amazon. So the first thing I'll do is when I see something new from an inventor, I'll put it through Google or Amazon and I'll think, Let's see what's out in the market like it. Can I? Are there 12 of the same thing or similar items on Amazon? If there are, then it's not unique enough. So please make sure your items are unique. Credibility is very important in the direct response business because for many years, people would say, oh, it's an as seen on TV item. Does it really work? Well, today it has to work. Everything is about reviews today. Everyone's even if they don't buy on Amazon, they're looking at the reviews on Amazon to see if it's something that people like before they invest in that product. 
So it has to do what we say it's going to do. It has to be credible and we're not going to make claims and we're not going to invest in an item if it's not truly what we say it's going to do in the commercial. Problem perception. Does it solve a problem for you? Is it something that, again, it's not an itch of a problem, but it's, oh my God, I need that. I really need it because I've been looking for one of these. So problem perception is great and it needs to solve a problem. And the last is demographic. And that kind of goes a little bit with market size. Who's your demographic? Who's your customer? You know, is it seniors? Is it young people? Is it, you know, everyone? So demographic is important. So those are the seven criteria we look for for the surveys and for a good TV item. Trish, I have a question. Let's say I have another um, phone holder, right? Because it's a huge market and, and all the other full, uh, iPhone holders don't really work as well as mine, um, but the space is really crowded. Is that, is that a good fit for DRTV because it's so crowded? It's probably not that different than other ones. I mean, is that a waste of time for someone to submit that to you? It, it would be. The only reason we would go forward with it is if it was a game changer. You know, maybe, you know, we did a phone holder years ago. Maybe it was eight or nine years ago. And at that time, the market was not flooded. Hmm. So there was an opportunity there to do a phone uh, a phone okay. holder. But today, you can get them very inexpensively. You can get them any way you want. So unless it had some kind of unique feature, Got it. and it was, it was that wow, game changer type of phone holder, then it wouldn't, it wouldn't be something we'd be looking for. What about something seasonal? I've got this great barbecue. <laughs> it's, it's different than any other barbecue. It's smaller. It, it, it cooks food differently, whatever it is. Is that too seasonal for you? Yeah, unfortunately it is. And, and you know, sometimes I wonder about this category um, because, you know, I live in, in Connecticut and I we barbecue all year round. So to me, it's not seasonal. But when it comes to retailers, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for how long is it gonna stay on that shelf at Walmart or Bed Bath & Beyond? And the answer is very short time. They're looking for markdown money three weeks after the shipment comes in, if mm. it's not selling. So, you know, it's just too short of a, of a season for mm. retail. Now, one of our best items ever is an item called Magic Mesh. Mm -hmm. And it's been around for seven years. And that's a seasonal item because it's a temporary door screen. That has an, a different kind of season. That's really from March, April till about October. So even though it's seasonal, it has at least six to seven months where it's selling. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to close out all seasonal items, okay. but if it's Christmas or um, very any kind of snow shovel or anything like that, it wouldn't be for us. All right. Now, in your list of seven, I did see price. Right. Um, price, I can tell you at this stage is $19.99 retail and higher. Um, we don't really go over $60 at this point because we are short form, which means it's a two minute spot. Mm -hmm. um, and it's hard to sell higher retails uh, with a two minute spot once you go to over $60. Um, but no, you're right. Price should probably be in there. Okay. Thank you. Sure. Um, so next, um, I just thought it would be a good idea to share with everybody the, the actual slide for a survey that we do. And I just mentioned, wow, credibility, uniqueness, and problem. Mm -hmm. And you can just see how we look at the the um, survey results. Anything uh, neutral would be no color. Anything above our benchmarks are green. And anything below our benchmarks is red. Um, and the way we set up a survey is just as you see with, with a description, 
um, a before and after. If it looks like it, it's a product for before and after and an image. So very simple, straight to the point. And, um, and then that's, this is what goes out to the 100 people that take the survey. And when you do the survey, it's, it's you know, infomercials or videos, they're moving, but the survey is something more crude and uh, it's a test. And so the, this one does a great job of it, just looking at the visuals, but do you have some that don't have the right visuals and then you'll send a video in the survey or is that not possible because it's an email? We really don't do, um, we don't do any videos internally when we're at this stage because it's just mm -hmm. the survey. So I encourage the inventors to really develop good creative assets because we're only as good as the assets that are given to us when we do the survey. And this is the first bar. This is like getting into the beauty contest and you want to get to the next section. So mm -hmm. it's kind of give it your all, you know, build the, the assets so it's quick and, and to the point and you've got your sales, your elevator pitch right there on paper. Um, but no, we do not shoot any video internally at the survey stage. We ask the inventors to do that. Trish, uh, how important is to have that before and after picture? If it makes sense for the product, it's probably the most important. Okay. Because that's what you're selling, what mm -hmm. it is before and what it is after. You, A lot of the same things in, in DRTV, you see a messy cabinet and then you see something super organized. Well, right there, it tells the story in, in 30 seconds. You know, that's what I want my kitchen to look, look like. So it's just, you know, all the beauty items. What am I going to look like before I have this mascara? And what am I going to look like after I have this mascara? So that's really, really what it's about, the before and after, the message you're sending. So I thought it would be a good idea if I just um, spoke to the team, everyone, on, on everyone listening right now, um, to tell you about all the great items we have this year. Um, I just bought a selection of them. Um, we do have access to the Sharper Image name, which is wonderful. Um, and we do put that on, on a few of our items and it just, it really brings it to the next level. And um, it's a really great brand. Um, but one of the points I wanted to get across is we do all categories. And it just so happens this year, we have a kitchen item, Vasta. We have a cat item called Pop and Play. It's a cat toy. We have a pillow called Dream Wing. Um, we have a personal air cooler called Breeze Blast. Um, a bra, which is an apparel item, which is fantastic, called Caramia. And we have a weighted heating pad that also massages, which is the Sharper Image Calming Heat. So a lot of inventors and, and people ask me, well, what category are you looking for? I am looking for all categories, but I'm looking for the item to solve a problem, be unique and mass appeal and all those other features I talked about earlier. So as you can see, I have all these wonderful rollouts. We'll start watching some of the commercials for each and you'll start to see a pattern. Here's the problem, here's the solution. Um, and this is the wow factor, why you should get off your couch and order it right now. Nice. So I think we'll start the first one. It's Vasta. It's um, it's vegetable pasta. And that's where we got Vasta from. So we're going to go ahead and watch it. All right. Great. <laughs> so just to remind everybody, we can't talk while we're watching the video. but So it's, it's going to be a long, uh, short pause before and after. But here we go. Tired of boring meals night after night? Fed up with all the carbs and calories? Then it's time to spin things.
things around with Vasta, the new food prep miracle that spins fresh fruits and vegetables into healthy, delicious dishes. It's easy. Just add your vegetable, insert the spindle, and spin. Presto! In seconds, you'll have a mountain of low-carb zucchini sheets. Then add marinara sauce, cheese, and bake for a delicious meal that won't weigh you down. Vasta's easy grip handle and stainless steel blade makes perfect thin sheets every time. Great for healthy broccoli bites, beef potato pockets, or delicious homemade lasagna. But it's not just for vegetables. Spin your favorite fruits for delicious apple peanut butter roll-ups or try these chocolate pear crepes, all gluten-free. Add the fettuccine blade and Vasta creates keto-friendly pasta with only 5 grams of carbs. Now add pesto or garlic and olive oil for a mouth-watering meal. Watch out! It's hard to cut thin sheets with a knife, not with Vasta, and each one is identical so they'll bake, grill, or air fry perfectly even. Plus, the cutting blade is safely tucked away and won't even pop a balloon. Amazing! Vasta is compact to fit in any drawer. Plus, join the Vasta Virtual Kitchen where we showcase restaurant-quality meals customized for your home. Access is free. The amazing Vasta. Use it every day and help keep the carbs away. There we go. Everybody back? Yep. That was that was cool. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> that, that's good. That means the commercial worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is launching. We we did a couple of weeks of, of media and you'll see it in the next couple of weeks again. And uh it's gonna be at your favorite store this fall. Now did um, did that come in from an inventor? How did you find that product? This product was actually found at Ambiente, which is in Germany. Um, it's a houseware show in Germany, and one of the other merchants found it. I work with a team of merchants. Okay. Now, let's since we're since we're looking at videos, can you tell us what you like to see from inventors when they do a video? Can they shoot it with their iPhone or Android phone? Can they use kind of the same format, maybe not as long, maybe 30, 60 seconds? Is that what you like to see or do you like to see a cell sheet showing one, two, three or both? What do you what do you like? Yeah, I, I mean, as far as what we need is, is 30 seconds is fine. Uh, I like when we get straight to the problem solution, straight to the features of the item. I don't need to hear at that point, you know, any extra stuff because I'm going through items quickly. Um, so, yes, and a sell sheet is always great as well. Um, but a 30 second video telling, you know, what the item does and having a short demo is perfect. And, and 25 of those first seconds of the first 30 seconds, the inventor should talk about themselves and how they came up with the idea, right? I'm being sarcastic. I'm joking. Yeah, maybe, that's okay. <laughs> maybe you don't feel the same way I do, but usually that's not a good idea, right? Yeah, it, it, at that point, um, probably not. No, I mean, it's once we get on the phone, I'd love to hear more about how they got to the idea. But when we're just reviewing product, um, simple solution, less is more. Okay. Did you want to jump to the next one or did you want to talk more about this one? Yeah, I mean, I, I just wanted to point out we we have a very good team of producers we work with. Um, this particular producer is down in Florida and he specializes in food. And um, it's just it, he did his job if you got hungry from from this particular um, item. And I, I just think this is again, it's unique. It solves a problem. Um, and it's it's 19.99, which is a good price point. Well, Stephen so. used to be a carb addict, but you aren't anymore. This I think you. I, I, I really like this because my wife tricks me all the time that I'm having pasta, and <laughs> I know now. But you can do so many different variations with this. This is really really nice, and it's um, it's very well done. So, yeah, I love it. Great. Smart. Great. We're excited about this item. Yep. Uh, so the next item is a, a pillow, and it's called Dream Wing. I mean, I'll go ahead and show it. Here we go. Let's see. 
With ordinary pillows, your head falls to the left and then to the right, keeping you uncomfortable all night. You need a pillow that cradles you so you wake up feeling just right. Introducing the Dreamwing Pillow from Sharper Image, the perfect posture pillow with cradling wings. Designed for back sleepers, but supportive enough for side and stomach sleepers too. Dreamwing will cradle and support your head in the proper position for the best rest you can get. Watch, with the Dreamwing Pillow, these glass ornaments are safe from this bowling ball, even at an incline. Don't try that with a regular pillow. The secret is Dreamwing's revolutionary bolstered wing design and unique upright shape. Instead of your head falling and straining your neck, the wings support your head for soothing spine alignment. Whether you're a back or side sleeper, you stay in the perfect sleep position all night long. It's the best pillow. It's got two wings that hold you in the right spot so you get the best night's sleep every night. The wings on the side help me get to that nice little cuddle spot, and it also helps me keep my airway open, and I wake up feeling refreshed. The Dream Wing Pillow creates the perfect angle for your neck and head, helping you breathe easier. You can even flip it over to slide your arm through and sleep on your stomach, too. Dream Wing is lightweight and flexible, and the compact shape makes it ideal to go where you go for the best rest anywhere. It's soft to the touch and keeps you comfortably cool and dry. Plus, it's machine washable and dryer safe. Look, you spend a third of your life asleep. Why not make every night the best night's sleep with Dreamwing? There we go. Yeah, so um, very unique pillow. Um, solves a problem, especially for those back sleepers. And um, it is mass appeal for a lot of those back sleepers. So um, we're excited about this one. Dreamwing has this. Yeah, I'm Go excited on. about this one too, because um, it's really hard to get the right pillow, right? It's not easy. But I do like it that you can take it on a, an airplane too. That's a pretty neat thing. Uh, Definitely. The size is, is, is small. It's pretty compact, but yet it still does the job. So, Trish, tell me about the color scheme here a little bit. Mm, good point. Because it really has a different feel from the first one that we watched. It seems you're using blue. You're using certain colors. Is that, is that blue a, a thing of health? or I mean, how'd you, how did someone pick this color to go with this? Because it's done very well. It's um, it's really about the sharper image branding um, and the look. Um, you know, it's it's a little bit more upscale than some of the traditional DRTV um, looks. So um, it's it's just complementing more of a, a soothing, you know, um, upgraded look to the item. Yeah. Nice. Watch out, my pillow guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had to say that. <laughs> We uh, this is the only one we don't have a video for, um, but we do have the site. So pop and play. Yeah. So this uh, some people may have seen it this past fall. It's mm. the carnival game for your kitty, mm. and um, it's that you know that um, whack a mole. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god! The carnival. <laughs> so now your cat can play it. So this little mouse comes out of the of the. Um, of the, of the little hill and the mm -hmm. cat goes crazy and tries to get it so this has been mm -hmm. out for about um maybe eight or nine months and mm -hmm. we're up to to close to uh, a million units now of sales on this so it's super exciting for us it's still selling very well and um we love it where, it's where, where did this come from was this an inventor or did you how, how'd you find this sure it was an inventor overseas it was um it was a it, one of the inventors I work with that's that's actually in China. Got it. Yep. Pretty so, much says it. Just what the, the video. It looks like fun. It looks like so entertaining to watch. Trisha, a cat. go ahead. Trisha, Steve, what did, what, excuse me. What did the prototype look when you first when you first saw this? Was it rough or pretty polished? It was so rough. It was it was about three times the size it is now. It was actually um, that material that the that the cat digs their nails into. Um, 
I forget what it is, but but when the cat digs their nails to scratch their nails, that was what it was covered with. Um, and the motor inside was was okay, but it wasn't as good as it is now. So this took um, our team along with the inventor overseas probably almost a close to a year to perfect down to the price where it had to be along with the motor because the, the little mouse inside comes out of a hole. You don't know where he's gonna land. So um, it's a surprise to the cat and the owner where that little mouse comes out. So a lot went into this, but it's proven now that it's it's a great cat toy. Very unique cat toy. It sounds like a lot of those changes were uh, to reduce cost. Can you talk about how important profit margins are in DRTV? That you just have to have certain profit margins, otherwise it's just not going to work. Um, Definitely, yeah. We we need a minimum of a five time markup. So we would need to land this, you know, about four dollars in order to sell it for twenty. Um, and why that is is because for us to to get an item off the ground and, and pay for advertising, media, product development, packaging, order the first quarter million units. Most of the time, we don't even earn one dollar back at that point. So we need all this investment to put behind these items to make them a household name. So that's why we need the five-time markup. Got it. So this next item is also from Sharper Image. Um, it's launching now through the summer. And it's super exciting. It has that higher end feel. Uh, it's a great spot and it's called Breeze Blast. It's a personal air cooler. Whether you're inside or out, there's nowhere to hide from the unbearable heat. Well, now you can cool down fast with Breeze Blast by Sharper Image, the world's first personal air cooler that makes it easy to escape the heat. Watch, with the push of a button, Breeze Blast delivers a refreshing cool breeze powered by ice. Look, using this thermal imaging camera, you can actually see Breeze Blast cool the air. That's the power of Breeze Blast. Breeze Blast turbine fan draws in hot air through the dual intake vents and down through the coiled ducts that whirls around the frozen blast packs, cooling the air before it blows back up and out of the directional blower. That means you get cool air anytime, anywhere. It's a perfect amount of airflow. I have no idea how they do it, but it's a great idea. It's way more powerful than I expected. It's nice, it's quiet. Inside, you can breeze blast at your desk, at the job site, in a warm garage, working at the studio, or even in bed. Breeze blast double walled chamber keeps the blast pack frozen for Reserve cold air that lasts up to eight hours or get a continuous cool breeze for a full 40 minutes. The portable shape makes it easy to carry and you'll love the cool breeze while gardening or taking a stroll. And next time you suffer from a hot flash, you'll get quick relief from Breeze Blast. Plus, you can use the refreezable blast pack or fill it with regular ice. Moving warm air with a fan is a thing of the past. When you need to cool down fast, you need Breeze Blast. Trish, I have a question. Sure. Um, in the commercial, you had a, a well, you had another product that was definitely inferior. How often do you show a product that um, people could recognize and and compare it to? Is that common? Um, it depends on the product. It depends on the producer. Um, it's not it's not a regular thing we always do. Okay. Um, it, but if there's a true comparison and and it makes sense to show it, then then the producer will do it. Yeah, I, I don't think I've seen that very often. But in this situation, I think it works extremely well because you're right. With those little fans, you're just pushing hot air around. I guess <laughs> I hadn't really thought about that. 
Yeah, and Steven inventors want to do that all the time to beat up. This one sucks. This one sucks. Look how great this one is. And I don't know if that's necessarily always the right thing to do, but in this case, it worked well. What's your feeling, Trish? Do you want them just to focus on the benefit of the product, or do you want them to beat up what the other options are? It's kind of time-consuming to do that, too. Right. And in this particular case, I think it was a good idea because we want to make sure the consumer sees how different it is than a regular fan. Um, It is a a $40 item, so you can get a fan for much cheaper. And we want to show the benefit of of getting the breeze, you know, Mm. buying the breeze blast and using it compared to just a little fan. So um, with this item, I think it's, it's definitely a good idea. But it depends on the item. And to your point, it depends on the time. You know, it's it's more important to pitch the item you're selling than to focus on a negative item. So when people well, do what? videos, do do you do you want them to do testimonials, even if they're fake, just to illustrate, you know, the uh, somebody giving a testimonial about it? Or would you just rather them just get to the point, show the benefit? Just get to the point, show the benefit. Let let our producers do the testimonials. Even they have problems doing them. <laughs> okay, it's hard. All right, good. good yeah, it's hard to get an authentic uh, testimonial. It could be, it's it's tough to do that. You know, the one thing I like about that product, everybody's been hot. They know what it's, it's, you're outside, you're working on something. This is one of those products where you say, I have to have this. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it, it really does hit that. I want everybody to realize that, that that's not, um, not like um, it's is it a need or a want that's a pretty big want um, if I'm going to be outside I want to be cool so anyway it's 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 nice that you showed that yeah we had a lot of people a lot of mothers talk about their you know going to an amusement park um, and and waiting online for the rides and you know I use it there or maybe their child is in a carriage or or a stroller and they you know they get hot um, people working outside on the lawn, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So definitely people, you know, whether it's at the beach, exercising, people just love love to feel more comfortable and cooler. Yeah. So we're looking forward to this one. Tell us about this product. I'm not sure what way these videos are named or T guy named them. I'm not sure if I'm going to play the right video here. Is it also called Dreamwing? There's one called Dreamwing here. I don't know if that's this one. No, Dreamwing was the pillow we saw. Yeah, right. And then there's one called Mojo PNP. Um, that's not this one. I don't know what Mojo PNP is. We did all the rest of them. Um, no, so I this talk is... about this one instead of showing the video. So I'm not sure which one to show here. Caramia uh, is the bra. It's um, it's a supportive bra with a different closure than what you can typically get. Um, out in the stores. So this is selling very successfully because of the uniqueness of it. And um, and what's great about this is we're selling a set of three for $60. And it's it's a higher price point, but then it's a, it's a very good value for women because it's really $20 per bra, which is a good price. As a manufacturer, do you really like this because it's sewn? Does that make it easier on you? Is there less tooling, less involved? And how do you feel about sewn products in general? You know, it's it's usually easier because there's no mold cost or um, tooling cost. In this particular case, um, we actually brought in um, a, a consultant that worked for Victoria's Secret for many years um, because bras have a very specialized fit to them. And if it's not correctly done, you can get very high returns. Um, so she worked with our product development team for about six months. Um, and there is a special material in this bra and we had to bring in special, um, machinery in China to make this bra correctly. So it, it wouldn't be as simple as a Snuggie where it's more cut and sew, but, um, but the, so far the sales are, are tremendous on this. So, um, it was worth all the extra effort and, and we're looking forward to this being a long-term play for us. Cool. It, it seems like you have different colors and different sizes. That does make it a little bit more difficult, doesn't it? Definitely. Yeah, we wouldn't have moved forward with this because we don't like to have so many SKUs. 
Um, but the response was so high on this that we just decided to invest in it. But yes, Stephen, you're correct. We don't like to have multiple sizes, multiple colors. It just doesn't make sense for our business and, and the space we have on the retail shelf. That's not the norm. So the web test went really well on this one, I take it? Yes, extremely well. And this is actually, this started um, selling very well in Australia, in our Australian market um, and in Germany. So that's where we started with this. And um, we'll probably be in retail, I would say, late fall, early spring. Cool. In, in the U.S. So did you have the video this on this one? Uh, you know, oh, yes, I do have the video on this one. Let me just go ahead and play it. Sure. Okay, here we go. Everyday work, exercise, and stress leaves your body in a painful, achy mess. What if you could combine soothing pressure, vibrating massage, and heat therapy? Introducing Calming Heat, the revolutionary massaging weighted heating pad. Calming Heat combines the soothing benefits of weighted pressure with the warming relief of an extra-large heating pad, plus massaging vibrations that can be turned on and off. The secret is therapeutic heat that's absorbed into the weighted clay beads combined with massaging therapy all stitched in a soft luxurious fabric delivering warm soothing pressure therapy to muscles and joints watch when blasted with air this regular heating pad blows away but the weighted pressure and no slip fabric keep calming heat securely in place calming heat is the ideal way to calm muscle aches loosen stiff joints helps relieve hand pain and soothe menstrual cramps Calming heat helps me by relaxing the muscles and also just relieving the tension that I feel. With the calming heat, it has the weighted beads in it so that you can put it anywhere on your body. And with the pressure, it'll help the heat get into your muscles quicker for faster relief. It's a lot bigger. It was able to cover my whole lower back. Plus, Calming Heat features one-touch control, a convenient nine-foot cord, and automatic shutoff. So while regular heating pads are blown away, Calming Heat's weighted, soothing pressure therapy can last all night and day. Take your relaxation to the next level with Calming Heat by Calming Comfort. Trish, you're doing some higher price point products here, huh? Yeah, definitely. We we have found that the customer is responding to items, um, you know, at least up to $60 for a short form. Um, and then as you can see, the, the commercial quality has really been upgraded from that, you know, maybe a couple of years ago we were doing that you know, $19.99, $9.99 kind of price point and, and maybe the quality you know, was more, just not as, as higher end as it is now. So um, definitely some higher price points, but the customer is responding, which is exciting. You know, these videos are so good. There's not much to say about it after you watch the video. <laughs> you pretty much covered it. <laughs> well, did you like the leaf blower? <laughs> I, you know, I was laughing at the leaf blower because the guy that was doing it, he looked like Will Ferrell, the <laughs> actor. And he looked, he was, it was kind of a silly thing to do. So it got my attention. It worked, well, I think. You know what it did for me? Um, you know, those heating pads that you that I have, they do fall off. You know, they're and they're <laughs> they and I'm always trying to put them on the right spot and they're not right. very big. Right, um, right. It's kind of funny how you hit all those little pain points, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so that's how the the producer got across the weight um feature which makes it different than the, you know, $20 heating pad you could get at a drugstore. Yeah. Um, and then also the massaging feature is really what people love about this item. Mm. They love that it's, it's a heating pad that also massages you. I mean, it's really the ultimate relaxation. Um, so yeah, we have early results on this as well. And just, it's tremendous. And I go back to that mass appeal solves the problem. Um, you know, unique, because you really can't find a massaging heating pad with weight in it. 
Um, not yet anyway. I'm not sure about the next couple of months, <laughs> but for now, he can't find it. But Trish, we got a ton of questions in here. There's no way, guys, we can get to all these. So, but we can get to a few of them. Um, do you have, we have about 10 minutes left. Can you, can we do some Q and A? Does that work for you too, Stephen? Yeah, I think so. Um, absolutely. Let's do that. Okay. Sure. Um, first one is from John. On pricing, you mentioned a five-time markup. Many inventors make small quantities to test the idea. Do you need large quantity estimates on potential products submitted? So it sounds like he's he's thinking that maybe he needs to get those quotes. Do, is that the case or is that your job? Nope, that's totally our job. We, yeah. we are um, experts at sourcing because our quantities are so large. Um, we basically... Um, get extremely sharp pricing so i wouldn't worry about the pricing um i wouldn't have the inventors think about pricing it's it's really up to to me to try to figure out if it's something we could make at a certain cost to meet that retail next one's from chuck when you reject a product after you receive info do you tell the inventor why you just rejected it i usually say it's not the right fit um Sometimes if I have some time, I'll, I'll go into it a little bit more. Um, honestly, I look at so many items a week um, and it's, it's very, very difficult for me to write, you know, a, a long email for each. Um, but many times it is just not the right fit. If it doesn't check each of those boxes I explained earlier, then it's just not the right fit for us. I, okay. I can only imagine if you gave a detailed response and then you went back and forth with the inventor four or five times and you're getting God knows how many inventions, how that would so, be kind of difficult, you know? Yeah I, want yeah, to talk, I, yeah. yeah, I want to talk a little bit about that because we hear, Trish, and help our audience understand, they submit an idea and they don't hear back. And right, right away they think, well, what's happened? Did they get it? Should I change it? Um, are they taking it from me? I mean, they think all this stuff. So, and, and there's no way you can get back to everybody or do you get back to everybody? I mean, how do you calm everybody down about how long it takes for you to get back? Or, or maybe you don't get back, you're too busy. The goal is to get back to everyone. Um, I'm sure there's instances where we don't get back to everyone, but the goal is for us to get back to everyone with an answer either way. Um, the, the thing is, we have so many emails coming to us from so many different directions, and, um, and, and sometimes it's just hard to keep up. And at the end of the day, you know, we, we have to produce as a company, so we need the, the items. So to just, you know, we ask the inventors if you can just go through the checklist and ask yourself if each one of those features or what your product does, then definitely send it to me. But the goal is for me and the other two merchants to get back to everyone with an answer, yes or no. And you're very good at that, by the way. Okay, I, I just have to say, um, but I know you get flooded by it. If I find an idea, let's say I'm an inventor, but I find an idea, let's say at a, at a arts and crafts show, or maybe I find an idea when I'm over in Hong Kong and I see it and I think it's great for DRTV, can I contact you and make a connection to, hey, Trish, I found this great idea, here it is? Yes, well, there's two things here. An idea or a drawing on a napkin is not what we can work with. We, um, we are not a product development company. Um, we do have a, a team of engineers that can tweak items and make things better but we need the inventor to come in with a prototype. Um, on the other hand, yes, if you find a concept or something, we do have a referral agreement that we okay. can um, issue. That's not a licensing agreement mm -hmm. where you would get a royalty um, mm -hmm. for referring us to the item. But if it's not your item, mm -hmm. then we have to find out whose it is. Got if it. It's, if it's um, patented or if it's public domain. So I could be like a, it's like a finder's fee kind of exactly yes yeah. we and we have i call them feeders feeders <laughs> these are people that feed me items and i have probably about 40 feeders that are constantly oh. looking for me yes oh very good thank you you're welcome 
next question is from Brian, and I recognize this last name. Um, I think he's a former student of ours, Stephen. He said, he says, uh, thanks for putting on this webinar. We submitted a product to All-Star and they seemed interested, but wanted some clinical data to back up our cell sheet claims. Any advice on how to get this data? So when, pe when people want data as to, I, 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 we don't know what the product is, of course, and Brian's not gonna disclose it. Do you say that sometimes? So you just, yeah, it's it's very tricky in our business because if we're making claims, whether it's a you know a beauty item or or something, it's usually some kind of a beauty item where we're saying you know get rid of your wrinkles in, in 30 seconds or it'll make your hair grow in a month. Um, we can't just go on the TV and, and make those claims. We need to have clinicals behind it. Um, there's many many lawsuits and and the government will will you know, monitors our industry and All-Star is very conservative as a company. So if someone comes to us with the testing and our legal team says, go for it, we will definitely shoot a spot, but All-Star will not invest in, in any kind of testing or anything. That's not what we do at All-Star where we, we take a product and, and invest in clinicals and testing, so. Got it. Next one's from Jake. Hi, Trish. If I have an improvement on an existing idea, is this viable for DRTV? Yes, because if you think about it, we took the heating pad, which has been around for 50 years, 100 years, and we just made great improvements to something that most households have. So absolutely. I, I would say 98% of ideas are an improvement to something. Probably. Well, that's a... How big of improvement, Trish? Everybody asks. Can it be a ten percent, twenty percent? It has to be enough that somebody would want to buy it. Okay. <laughs> so if somebody already owns it and it, it's not enough, you know, the heating pad is a great example because it's massaging mm -hmm. and it's weighted. Um, so that's a great example of how we took just a regular item, and I think we we really made it different so okay. would it be accurate to say if there's an improvement it meets these criteria that that would make sense sure as long as it has the wow factor mm -hmm. okay cool um i think we're coming up on the hour here um we got about a minute or two left oh um so if everybody can type in your thank yous for for trish um i'll uh I'd love to send all those to you afterwards, Trish. That would be great. So Terrific. type in your thanks. Maybe say something a little bit more than just the word thanks. <laughs> Write something. And um, in the meantime, uh, while you're doing that, so we don't end the webinar, maybe, Stephen, maybe you have an additional yeah. question. Yeah, um, I just want to, I, I just want to, first of all, thank Trish for coming on. Great information. And everyone that's listening, just realize that they need products the DRTV industry, especially All-Star, does a great job. They need your ideas. So don't worry about that. They're going to be there. Don't panic. Don't get in a hurry. They're there, and they need you. They need your products to, to be competitive and be successful. But that being said, make sure whatever you're designing that you can build a prototype because they're not going to do that for you. They need to see proof of concept. Also, it should be unique and have a wow factor. Like, I want this. Also, if you can do a video, a one-minute video that shows maybe a problem and a solution that's a great format for them, please provide that if you can. And make sure there's a huge market, not just your relative or your, your neighbors want it, but it has a big, big market. But the last thing I love that she said, the products that you're seeing now on DRTV are better quality. They work. So make sure whatever you're showing them is going to work. You have confidence in it and that it's going to be that product you're going to be proud about. And they are too. There you go. You know, before I'll read just a few of these thank yous off. That was great, great uh, comments, Stephen. Um, but I, we should answer this one. This is important. How can they submit products to you? That's from Chuck. And I'm sure everybody else wants to know that too. What's the process? Um, you can go on our website. Um, and submit a product that way. Or if you'd like, I can also provide my email and you can email Are you me sure? Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Trish, are you sure? 
Well, why don't we go through the website then? Okay. I think yeah, good. that's probably. So, so is it the All Star MG? I know you have a new website. Uh, yes, it's the regular All Star. Um, okay, got it. Yeah, so now we're on All Star MG right here. Where yeah, do I and click right on that's here? the right website. Yes. And then where is the submission? It's down at the bottom. Down at the bottom. Submit your product right here, guys. Yeah. So if you want to write that down, All Star MG dot com and if you yeah so they used to be called all-star marketing they changed to all-star innovation so i apologize if i referred to it all-star marketing i don't think i did um but if you google but just all-star mg um so a few thank yous here uh this is from megan thank you this was wonderful i took two pages of notes thank you very much um matt anderson thank you for the time you spent informing us on these facets of your industry. Uh, Leanne Taylor, thank you, very informative. Shankar, thank you. Janet, very enlightening, excellent, thank you. Linda, this was awesome info, thank you very much, Trish. I've got I've got like a couple hundred thank yous here, Trish, so I'll, uh, so I'll, uh, I'll so email much. all those to you. I'll download the chat log and email them all to you. Oh my God, there's a lot here. Thank <laughs> okay. you so much, guys. I really appreciate Stephen and Andrew. I really appreciate you setting up everything and all your hard work. Really appreciate it. You guys are wonderful to work with. Yeah, and I, I want to remind everybody that since you're subscribed to this series, um, you'll be informed of the the, the webinar that we're doing um, next week and the week after. And um, I'm also doing live YouTube Q&As on Wednesdays these days. So you can go to YouTube and type in InventRight TV and check that out, which we know that a lot more of you are at home these days. And Steve and I are trying to support the inventor community. And thank you so much, Trish, for supporting the inventor community and educating them about how they can do a better job submitting products to DRTV. Absolutely amazing job. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate all your time. And thanks for inviting me. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. All right, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Take right. care. Take Keep care. inventing. We'll catch up with you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.